This is the E-Commerce Brain Trust, a podcast about building momentum online for established consumer brands. Join our hosts and their expert guests for high-level conversations about e-commerce strategies, trends, and innovations. Access our Brain Trust and boost your brand's e-commerce potential. Well, hello and welcome back to the e-commerce Brain Trust podcast. I'm your host, Kiri Masters from Bobsled Marketing, and I'm really glad you're tuning in today. Today, I'm going to be talking about Prime Day, which is just around the corner. Always an exciting time of the year for people selling on Amazon and for agencies like Bobsled Marketing. It's one of the busiest times of the year for us, certainly. So I want to talk about last minute prep for Prime Day. What are some of the challenges we're going to see this Prime Day? Because there's always something going on with Amazon um, that's going to have an impact. And of course, after Prime Day, we will do a recap of the event and how it went relative to other years. Those are always good episodes and blog posts to bookmark for the following year um, because a lot can happen in 12 months and coming around to uh, the next Prime Day or Cyber Monday, whatever event you're preparing for, I always go back and look at our recaps from the prior year just as a refresher on what were the strategies that worked last year, what has changed, um, what new tools do we have access to, what tools and programs aren't generally performing as well. So just um, these recaps are very useful to mark a point in time and be able to go back to uh, for the next event. So let's jump in. 2021 Prime Day, there's going to be more challenges this year around inventory for a lot of brands. So 2020 was obviously very challenged um, from an inventory standpoint as well with Prime Day. Prime Day was moved to Q4 last year, which was the first time that's ever happened. Prime Day in all other years since 2015 has fallen in June or July. So last year was really an aberration. And I recall thinking after last year's Prime Day, which was an exceptional event um, across across all measures, really, um, still did really, really well in Q4. There was some speculation from myself included around, well, this this actually worked pretty well to have Prime Day immediately before Q4. And is there a business case to be made by Amazon and other retailers as well to actually have a additional big sale event immediately prior to Q4. At the time, there were a lot of valid concerns around merchants and manufacturers being able to reload really quickly between Prime Day and Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend. And it did turn out to be a challenge for that reason, just because of the very short period of time between Prime Day and Black Friday. But what turned out to be the bigger concern was around shipping carriers and logistics and the overall supply chain in the system. The major shipping carriers last year in a lot of cases actually just stopped picking up shipments and put caps on the amount of um, parcels that they would deliver for certain clients and and uh, the communication went out to a lot of companies that hey your limit for the rest of this year is 600,000 units and that's it we're not delivering anymore and it was really 
really, really challenging um, for a lot of brands who um, have master agreements with those shipping carriers. And this is actually where Amazon in some way was quite helpful because they have their own fulfillment infrastructure and they were actually able to deliver orders when other shipping carriers weren't. At the same time, Amazon was also running into its own challenges with capacity. And we saw last year very extensive delays in receiving inventory at Amazon warehouses for weeks and weeks prior to to Prime Day as well. So it was really just to sort of recap 2020, lots of challenges. Amazon was helpful in, in some ways and, and really um, challenging to work with in, in other ways. If, if you happen to send your inventory to a warehouse that had you know really backed up on capacity or might have even been closed down um, for, for COVID-related um, issues, wow, just a lot going on with Amazon and wow, a lot going on with the shipping carriers themselves as well. So even with all that said, last year was still a very strong year for Prime Day. This year in 2021, we've seen a slightly different issue, which I wrote about um, for Forbes a few weeks ago, which is um, these inventory restrictions that Amazon levied on some merchants, not all of them, but some merchants actually saw their ability to ship inventory uh, decrease. Amazon appears to have made some kind of change to what merchants would ordinarily be able to send to Amazon FBA. In some cases, I saw reports of that being um, a reduction of 20%, of 30%, or even 50% in some cases. When I requested a comment from Amazon PR, um, they circled back and said ultimately that they hadn't made any changes to their inventory um, system and sort of denied that this was happening, which was very, which was quite surprising to me, to, to be honest, um, because those challenges were pretty widespread. We saw it with some of our clients at Bobsled and I saw a lot of reports on it on Twitter and on the Amazon seller forums as well. So to have just a flat out denial that anything bad had even happened was quite surprising to me. So that said, for these merchants who've been hobbled by inventory restrictions, it's going to be a challenging year. What we have recommended to our clients at Bobsled who've been impacted is, again, looking at merchant fulfilling those those orders. That's going to be not ideal because those products are not going to be prime eligible, which impacts um, conversion and ranking on on Amazon as well. So definitely not an ideal situation, but there's really no real alternative here. You can't ship additional inventory in. It's not going to arrive on time if you do. And um, there's, you know, it's too late in the piece to go to a 3PL and try and get set up there. So unfortunately for those merchants affected, um, just merchant fulfilling those items is going to need to suffice. All right, I'm going to wrap it up there on on inventory because I think a lot more could be said, but this is just one of those things where whenever we do a Prime Day prep education session or Prime Day prep tips, 
the very first thing that we come back to is inventory and having enough inventory available and how to calculate safety stock and things like that because uh, all of these other tactics are not going to to matter if you don't have inventory available and unfortunately this is just, this is the second year in a row that um, a, a large number of merchants have been affected by inventory restrictions and capacity issues which is unfortunate. So the second thing I wanted to to talk about was um, PPC, which is another huge um, leg of the strategy around Prime Day. Amazon advertising is exceptionally effective, still a, a very good return on ad spend. A lot of brands have commented that return on ad spend is going down year over year, but it is still very, very effective when compared to other platforms like Facebook and Google, where the return on ad spend is is going down much, much faster year over year. What we do notice immediately before Prime Day, right about now and um, also for the month prior, is that cost per click rates go up and sales on average, including sales from advertising go down. And that's because consumers are waiting for Prime Day to come around to make their purchases. So they're still researching and maybe adding products to their wish list or adding even adding products to their cart, but not completing those transactions because they're waiting for Prime Day to roll around to get a good deal on that item. So that's something to be aware of as you see your advertising cost of sales go up and maybe your sales come down a little bit, that this is sort of pretty natural pre-prime day behavior. Also around prime day, immediately before and during prime day, cost per click rates do go up even more because there's a lot of competition from various sellers trying to win those sales on, on prime day. So again, if you're seeing this trending up, you're not alone. It's a widespread phenomenon. What I do want to uh, suggest as a strategy is using retargeting capabilities on Amazon DSP and the sponsored display ad type. These ad types can be used really effectively during during this period of time as people are researching and figuring out what they wanna buy on Prime Day. Um, And you can retarget them later during the event as well. Those can be a real game changer. Also, there is a a strategy around using that retargeting capability after Prime Day as well. If you've got these products that didn't have a deal running during the Prime Day event and people didn't purchase because they thought it would be on sale and it wasn't, then uh, it's great to be able to retarget them after the event as well. What we've done for some clients at Bobsled is set up a carousel of deals with a 60-day window, which allows advertisers to target shoppers who've already viewed your product detail pages. So those kind of ads can run during the event and be really effective. Some merchants have tried to reduce their ad spend over Prime Day with the logic that shoppers are going to be shopping there anyway. So why would I spend money to serve up products for people on Prime Day when they're going to be shopping, whether or not I'm running those ads? And at Bobsled, you know, that that is a pretty logical argument, but we've tracked what actually happens over time using that approach versus actually ramping up ad spend over that period and um, tracked those outcomes 
last year in 2020 and compared the results. So I'm going to link up to that in an, in the show notes there so you can sort of see the compare and contrast that is uh, going to help you to make the argument that actually ramping up ad spend is the better outcome there. And one final tip on um, PPC is sponsored brands video uh, ad type. This is a pretty new ad type. It obviously requires you to create a video and that's a pretty high barrier to entry for a lot of advertisers who are used to very sort of low low involvement um, ad campaigns. Creating a video takes time and money and as a result, a lot of advertisers aren't doing it. So we've seen these perform really well accordingly because there's just less competition for this ad unit. We've seen higher conversion rates as well because you're really like demonstrating the product or demonstrating the value or the lifestyle, um, lots of different approaches there. And interestingly, what we've seen is there can be better results from a pretty low-fi production compared to a really high-budget, slick production as well. I did an event for D2C Day, which we shared on this um, this podcast here. One of the points from Calvin Lammers from Health Aid is that the the videos that performed really well on their D2C ads was completely different to the videos that performed really well on their Amazon ads. So there's definitely a a strong case to be made here around split testing those video ads and seeing what works best because it might, the outcome might surprise you. Third major point of um, the pod today is around promotion strategies. Now, I'm not going to spend too much time on this because timeframe has already passed for you to submit some of these deals, but I'll just touch on it quickly. At Bobsled, we've seen Prime exclusive discounts during Prime Day as the best performing deals and the best um, ROI. And that's because there's, um, they look good in search results. There's like a little flag that show it's a prime exclusive deal and there's no fees associated with running them. Like I said, you might not be able to submit those anymore and um, you might also be limited if you have to merchant fulfill some of, your, uh, some of these products as well. Those prime exclusive deals are not going to be um, available to merchant fulfilled items. So in those cases, you'll need to set up like a flash sale or a coupon. One thing to note here is that a flash sale might actually be, be a better promotion type if your Prime Day discount is the lowest price it's been in the last 30 days. And that's because Amazon might assign a red badge that really stands out on the search results pages um, and on the product page to show that this is the lowest price in um, recently. So that can actually be a good strategy as well. Last year in 2020, um, one of our project managers, Jordan Ripley, saw all of his top performing clients running prime exclusive discounts of 20, 30 and 50% respectively and saw really great day over day sales multiples. Um, Prime exclusive deals were only available um, in 2020 and 2019 and they have just been our top performing promo type over both years actually. All right, and my fourth and final recommendation, and this one is where it's definitely not too late to set this up, but you'll need to get moving pretty quickly, and that is that Amazon always goes on a big media blitz to promote Prime Day. Everyone knows about it, and so customers are going to be going there of their own volition, but it's always a good return 
to use your email list and social media channels to promote your deals. There was a big, back when I was first starting Bobsled in 2015, 2016, and even into 2017, a lot of concern around cannibalization on Amazon. And over time, we've found that to just not be the case. If you're promoting deals on Amazon for Prime Day, people are going to to check those out. They would have checked them out anyway. It's not like broadcasting your Amazon deals on Prime Day is going to, it's not going to come as a surprise to anyone that you're running deals on Prime Day. And I think most most people actually appreciate um, being in the loop on that and knowing that they're going to be able to get a good deal. So really recommend use of email, social media channels, promote your deals Um, You can even build up some anticipation prior to the event by sharing with people that you are going to be running deals and to stay tuned um, for more announcements on what those deals are. Last year in 2020, another one of our project managers, Armin Alisfake at the time, um, he was a project manager, now he's a team lead. So congrats to Armin. Um, He found that clients who brought off Amazon traffic to their deals did amazingly well, up to 10x month over month results for one of his clients that brought traffic in from off of Amazon. So that's where I'm going to leave it for today. Four observations and tips for Prime Day. Inventory is going to be challenging. Um, That's going to be across the board. So you're not alone there. Make sure that you're set up for merchant fulfilling as a backstop. Um, Looking at your PPC campaigns, sponsored display being particularly interesting. Looking at your um, promotion strategies. If you're not running prime exclusive deals, you can still set up coupons and flash sales. And finally, driving external traffic to Amazon. Hope you found this useful. If I could ask a quick favor, it would be if you could rate and review this podcast wherever you listen to it, whether that's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, etc. Really helps me to know that you're finding the content interesting, what you'd like to hear more of in the future, and it helps with podcast rankings as well. I just spent a little while uh, last week going through all the podcasts that I listen to regularly and writing a review, just understanding how much that helps the people putting this content out there to continue continue doing the good work that they do. So if, if you're getting value out of it, I would really appreciate that uh, rating and review. And that's where I'll leave it. Good luck on Prime Day and I'll catch you next week.